Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst. It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted, not just checked, They are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you. And a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online. Like, from your couch. You can do it all at Sears Import. Again, searsimports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. <laughs> Sears has so many financing options, and their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes. No joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day, and it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to searsimports.com. Impressive. <laughs> Most impressive. Thank you, Darth. I'm glad you like our show. Oh. Jason and oh. Alexis in the morning on this Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. Yes, and also with you. That's right. I'm Jace with Lex, Don, Kenny, Jabba the Hutt's here. That's right. Uh, oh. Chewba- Chewbacca's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, R2-D2 is here. <laughs> 
He's upset about something. And you're here. Uh, it is Tuesday, May 4th, 2021. We have Alicia and Deb standing by because they want to know, hey, how crappy is my day going to be? And there's only <laughs> one person that can answer that, and that's Alexis. Can I read your stick? Time once again for Jason and Alexis, well, mostly Alexis, to read your stick. Can I read your stick? You can read it if you like. like oh, and she mm. would like to, everyone. I got the magic sticks. She has a box of fortune sticks, and one of those sticks belongs to you and your day. (laughs) Stick assistant Dawn, please identify our first stick person. Our first stick person is Alicia. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Alicia. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Great. Right off the bat, I'll ask for our buddy Kenny. Do you have your credit card ready? Just uh, we want to make sure you have that ready to the go. Reader. Yeah. Perfect. Well, Kenny, I don't get paid till Friday, so can you hold my check? Kenny, uh, what time on Friday? <laughs> <laughs> so he has have things to, be to do. Ten a.m. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Alicia, <laughs> would you like Alexis to concentrate on your personal or your professional life? Well, I told Don on the phone I wanted personal, but can I switch it to professional? Absolutely. You can yeah. do whatever you I know, want. Kenny, you're going to charge me more, but I'm sorry. <laughs> she knows Kenny well. Wow, does she know Kenny yes. well. Yes. Okay, Alicia, here we go. Woo-hoo. The sound in the background is the sound of Alexis shaking her box, and soon a stick is going to rise from that box, and that stick belongs to you, just as the universe says. Mm-hmm. Take it away, Lex. Ooh, all right. Alicia. Ooh, all right. Your stick is 19. 19. Let's see what the ancient text says. All right. This is acting funky on me right now, but here we go. The number of the the rows of teeth that the author has. (laughs) The The rows of teeth. The amount of bunions on her hooves. Oh, oh my word! <laughs> I thought you were gonna say warts on her face. Oh, but. that's you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saving that just in case we need to stall more. Yes. Here we go. Okay, <laughs> it's working good now. All right, here we are. Here's what the ancient text says about stick nineteen: a homebound fairy rolls and pitches in the swirling gorges. The wind and the waves surge and roll, but oh. what? To, but to what end? Stability and calm cannot be found. Oh. Wait till the angry waves rest in peace. Homebound Kenny, I'm not paying for this. Yeah, no, oh, she's not going to pay for it now. Kenny, she's all, well, Not only is she not going to wow. pay till tomorrow, but she's just not going to pay at all or at Friday. All. Yeah, yeah. Give What's me something trans- better. Wow. I guess there's some swirling rapids that you're going to have to be dealing with. You're rolling right through, but just be patient. Wait for the right moment. Uh, nothing can be done while the situation is precarious, but when the boat is borne through the rapids, time is favorable. Seize your chance and press ahead. Uh, okay, then. Uh, let's Lisa see. doesn't like it. We've never had I, someone reject their fortune I, so yeah. much. Hey, I, tell you, I <laughs> right. love it. Hey. I love it. I, I can see why. <laughs> well, and, unfortunately, you entered, I'm just into a, you entered into a verbal agreement. And, uh, you were um, Judge perfectly. Judy says verbal agreements aren't 
Enforceable. You were perfectly willing. Oh my God, Judy! (laughs) Slam! You were perfectly willing to accept a random reading. A random (laughs) reading is what we gave you. You got number 19. Mm -hmm. And uh, the price for number 19, checking my records here, it just happens to be $190. Reading number 19. That's right. And we're going to have to see that uh, before the close of business today. I I, I realize today. Well, you entered a verbal agreement before we started that you would hold my check. I did not agree. We're at an impasse? So, um, evidently, I'm going to have to have our lawyer contact (laughs) and we'll find some kind of peaceful and amenable solution. Oh, Alicia. Alicia, Change your number. Hang up. Hang up. Alicia, hang up now. Thank you, guys. Bye, sweetheart. Uh Bye. Oh, bye. Um, Oh, that's hard to hear, isn't it? I do want to add homebound fairy is what I called myself during the pandemic. That's right. Yeah. I was kind of confused. I'm like, a fairy is riding a boat? Yeah, yeah you're the homebound, He's homebound. fairy. Or yeah. I thought about like a fairy that flies, but okay. is it like oh. a like a boat? A the fairy? boat fairy. Oh, yep. God. Going home. Maybe she'll run into a lot of traffic on the way home. Sure. Boat fairy is what I, I call myself uh, at the lake on the weekends. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have a feeling that she is, she is not a satisfied customer. No, she is not. not. Back. As, as, we, as we speak, she's listening to Fallon right now, I, right I, as we I, speak. I doubt yes. if Alicia is even her real name. It's not. Oh. It's, Con- it's Connie. Yeah. <laughs> who, do we, who do we have next, Dick Assistant Don? Our next Dick person is Deb. Hi, Ooh. Deb. How you doing, Deb? I'm doing great, and I want a better reading than Alicia's. <laughs> wow. Our customers wow. are getting very savvy now. They're getting yes, very, they very what savvy. Yeah. Um, Deb, would you like For Alexis to concentrate on your personal or professional life? We are going to go with personal. Personal. The sounds you hear in the background is Alexis shaking her box. I'm going to shake it real good for you, Deb. In a matter very, very soon, a stick's going to rise from that box, and the universe says, that is your stick. Mm-hmm. All right. Deb. Ooh. All righty. Let's see. What stick is this? It's 32. 32. 32. The amount of children's tears B. Arthur has drank this morning. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a lot of tears. It's a lot of tears. Okay, Deb, it says your journey is long and places unknown. Who can foretell the rock conceals a piece of jade? One day the craftsman's skills will bring it out. The priceless gem is yours, the joyful owner. Ooh, okay, this is good. You're going to crack that stone today in a piece of jade. Beautiful (laughs) will be inside. It means success. Will, will can be achieved through your efforts today. Uh, a priceless jade is embodied inside a rock. Such notion may be met with laughter. Ooh, so laugh oh. today, and you'll find this beautiful. You'll be joyful, and you'll have a beautiful gem. Well, that sounds perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. That sounds perfect, too, Except that noise. when it comes That's to the right. price. Yeah. Oh, is yeah. it more than $190? 
Here's the deal, Deb. The, the price, and I, I've never actually revealed this before, but the price is based on your attitude and how I get treated. And since that last, that last caller, whatever her name was, was so mean uh, that I, I over, I, I like triple charged her. So your reading today is free because you are a very. Yeah, yeah but you're just an awesome serious. gal, and I like you a lot. And okay. Yeah, so we're covered. Damn. Okay. Well, the feeling is mutual, Kenny, so oh. I totally appreciate it. Oh, right. Oh. Well, look at Get this. ready for a great day. All Have right, well, thank you guys so much. Bye, Deb. Bye. Deb. Bye. Bye. Find that Jade today. Yeah, there concludes Ooh. our reading. She was for a today. sweet lady. I really she was. That Deb gal. Now, the other one, though, I don't know. About Not like that. whatever her name was before. It was very mean. <laughs> I love the consumers on our show are getting very, very uh, smart. Yeah. Uh, they're they're getting very this. demanding. I mean, uh, they're, they're, they're uh, coming up sassy. with their own rules. They're sassy. Yeah. I, I'll have to admit, on uh, off the air, Alicia was a little weird because I said, are you working from home? And she said, um, I am, but I get to go back to work soon. And I go, oh, you're excited about it? And she goes, yeah, I really am. And I oh, was like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. let me put uh, you on hold. I, I'm with Alicia <laughs> on that one. <laughs> I'm, with Ali- or I'm with Alicia on this. Yes, I am. Yeah. I do. I am an outlier on this on this yeah. opinion too. I just said this to somebody. I know everyone right now. All the business, all the people that are smarter than I am in this category. I still <laughs> think in five years, uh, this whole oh the workforce, every these companies, and we're only going to bring fifteen percent of people back. Uh, uh, malarkey. Uh, no, yeah. I think in five years, uh, right now productivity is high. They think it's high, and I'm not kidding, actually, on this one. I think in five years, no. They'll still be a hybrid. We're never going to go back to what it was. No. But I think there are going to be studies coming out. The collaboration aspect of being together, I think we're discounting that. I really do. I do, and I I question it. Yeah, I think it also depends on the scope of the work, too. I do, too. What kind of job you do. Um, But, yeah, I hear you. There is something. Jeff and I were just talking about this. There's something about face-to-face collaboration. I don't care what your business is. That is lacking in Zoom calls. I'm sorry. I'm different in Zoom calls. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's the same. I don't. And and um, something to be said about leaving your house and just a delineation between. Yep. We're working now, and I'm home. Ding, ding, goes the bell. 817, when we come back, Elizabeth Reese and the Dirt Alert. Hey, ladies, want to go for a test drive? Um, I knew it, Dawn. Jason's buying us a car. So, do you mind if I ask for one with a moonroof and heated cup holders? Guys, I'm not... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm going to buy you a car. We're going to test drive a new smile. Rude. No, goofball. Your smile is great. But look, if you don't like your smile for whatever reason, Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental can take you for a smile test drive. How does that work? Well, after someone does one of Dr. Amy's legendary virtual smile consults and they start to consider veneers, Dr. Amy can do a 30-minute appointment where she puts on a composite material that will show the patient what their actual new smile could look like. That's some Star Wars stuff right there. Well, that's why I call Dr. Amy the Yoda of dentistry. Contact Dr. Amy and ask her about virtual smile consults and the smile test drive at Hughes-Dental.com. Oh, and don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist, too. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. And follow them on Instagram for the latest promotions. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Entertainment. It's all we do, and we do it well. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's time to get caught up with the big pop culture and entertainment stories of the day in one little ketchup packet called The Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, good morning, you guys. Okay, this is the biggest story of the day, which is that Bill and Melinda Gates have filed for divorce. You know, this came out late yesterday afternoon, and now there's lots of analysis happening um, in terms of their relationship. So Bill Gates, of course, one of the founders of Microsoft, he and Melinda Gates have been married for 27 years. Mm. They have three adult children together. And um, they met when she started working for Microsoft. And she kind of joked, you know, that it wasn't her plan to start dating the CEO, but that's what happened. And they ended up together. They have, of course, formed the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And they've given away billions and billions of dollars. They have an endowment of like $50 billion. They're together worth about $140 billion. Wow. Wowzers. Yeah. Boy. They have so much money. And so it's kind of interesting to figure out, you you know, you hit a point where it's like you get divorced and there's like a battle over the money. Then there's a level of like rich where people want the money. Then there's a riv- level of super rich where you have so much that it doesn't even really matter. Right. That's yes, like that's Bezos. Yep, yep. You know, like when Jeff stupid Bezos money. and Mackenzie got divorced, mm-hmm. it was just yep. like, here, take half. I don't really care because I yeah. still have so and much money still rolling in. And so. there's yep. so much money. Yeah. So um, their yeah. statement says we no longer believe we can grow together as a couple. One of their children, Jennifer Gates, posted on Instagram um, that this is a challenging time. She said, I'm still learning how to best support my own process and emotions as well as family members at this time. And I'm grateful for the space to do so. Um, And she said she's not going to comment further on anything around the separation, but know that your kind words and support mean the world to her. And they're kind of navigating the next phase of their lives. Listen, there's certainly um, adult divorces happen. 
Yeah, empty nesters. So they're, their youngest is 18. Yeah. I'm sure they're looking at each other like, well, what now? And, and it appears as if they've been working on their relationship for some time now. And yeah. at some point, you get enough therapy to just say, uh, we're done. Yeah. They said, we no longer believe we can grow together as a couple in this next phase of our lives. Yeah. I. I said it when we discussed this at six, if people want to go back and listen to our podcast a little bit later. And it sounds like I'm being sarcastic or a joke, but marriage is hard. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, you know what I mean? It's just, and, and, and it's difficult. And, uh, and sometimes it's just as simple as that. You know, you, you do just grow apart whether it's precipitated by children or whatever. It's, it's, it's a, as a Mariah Carey said, it's a rough road. Yeah. And, um, it, it can be, I should say. Um, so yeah. I, I really think if I was putting money on something, it's as easy as that. Not yeah. as easy, but I would think that would, I think that's it. Well, yeah. I think, it, I mean, you're in the like 0.0001% if you say like, we just have had a really easy marriage. Yeah. Like just being married is easy, you know? And I think roles yeah. shift and expectations shift. And maybe it was easier back when like, if you were in a heterosexual relationship, if traditional gender roles, if you, if everybody was fine with those roles, you were maybe like, okay, this is how we go. But, you know, it's hard to navigate like the 50-50 split and all of that stuff. And you can yep. build up a lot yeah. of resentment. I mean, I'm not speaking in my family. I'm speaking about other people. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I mean, I don't ever feel like I'm doing more work than anyone else around here. I don't ever feel that way. And I never feel like my list is a mile long. <laughs> and other people's isn't quite as long. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. This is, I, and again, what do I say, guys? The idea of like, let's have a baby to save the marriage. Like, hey, this will make things better. Just no, no, no. Splash <laughs> makes uh, things harder. Yeah. Keep piling them on. Uh-huh. It just does. Okay, yeah. Billie Eilish is on the cover of Vogue magazine, and we are seeing a side of her that we have not seen before. You know, Billie Eilish is famous for wearing these like oversized frocks, and she's done that really intentionally because she doesn't want her body. Um, to be out there for everybody to consume. She wants it to be more about her music. Well, now uh, she's 19 and she is uh, modeling some much more form-fitting outfits. She looks fantastic. She's in lingerie. She's in lingerie. Yeah, it's a pinup inspired shoot. It is like something you have not seen of Billie Eilish before. Um, But she said, I love these pictures and I loved doing this shoot. Do whatever you want, whenever you want. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That's like a good 19-year-old way to look. Do whatever you want, whenever you want. Yep, that's, hey, you're allowed to at that age. She had such a a strong stance on do not market me as a sexual being, though. And so it's a little confusing to me. I'm not telling her, like, don't do it or you're going back on what you said or anything. I'm just, like, a little confused Mm -hmm. because I know she's 19 now, but does that flip the switch flip? Whenever you turn 18 the and she's like, 18. okay, now I'm ready to be a sexual object. Yeah. yeah. It's just a little like, uh, oh, yeah. wow. Okay. I think maybe her point of it was she wanted to, she would want that and she was okay with that as long as, as it was on her terms. Her okay. terms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So maybe that's part of it. All right. But <laughs> I don't know. I hear Dawn's point though. Yeah. I hear it too. I oh totally God, They're beautiful pictures though. They that really are. That is gorgeous and just that old glam, beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think she sort of got like a Gaga corner kind of performance artist thing going on where like, remember when Gaga would wear like the meat dress and like all this crazy stuff. And then when you saw her in like a super sleek, elegant, like Audrey Hepburn inspired black gown, 
you were like, that was shocking, right? Because yeah. it was so yeah. opposite of what she's not been doing. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's, who is the OG? It's not prosciutto. Madonna, yeah. there Perishable. You go. <laughs> Gosh, I love some prosciutto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> some prosciutto. <laughs> <laughs> Meat it is. <laughs> Twin Cities Live today at 3 with yes. Elizabeth Reese. Oh. We'll be back. <laughs> And now, a moment with Johnny Carson. And... And so it has come to this. I uh, am one of the lucky people in the world. I found something I always wanted to do, and I have enjoyed every single minute of it. I want to thank... The gentleman who shared this stage with me for 30 years, Mr. Ed McMahon. Mr. Doc Severinsen. You people watching, I can only tell you that it has been an honor and a privilege to come into your homes all these years and entertain you. And I hope when I find something that I want to do and I think you will like and come back that you'll be as gracious inviting me into your home as you have been. I bid you a very heartfelt good night. This has been a moment with Johnny Carson. It is by no accident that we came back with that clip from Johnny Carson, May 22nd, 1992. After a 30-year run on, the, on NBC's The Tonight Show, Johnny signed off and basically, for all uh, purposes, never came back to television again. Uh, when he w- said that he would find something in television, he would hope uh, that you would join him. He really never did and decided just to let his work on The Tonight Show speak for himself. Uh, welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I played that because... Because there's a new limited series, new docuseries on uh, CNN that looks at the history of late night. It's called The Story of Late Night by the same team that did CNN's Fantastic Decades docuseries, the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Uh, this one obviously looks at the, the beginning of the late night genre uh, in the 50s all the way to present day. And this first episode was really um, about the birth of late night. Lex, uh, I see on the sheet you watched the first episode yeah. as well. I watched the first one and the third one. For some reason, the second one wasn't available, but uh, the first one was fascinating. And uh, yeah, just the how it all started. I didn't realize I, I probably have a lot more takeaways than you do, Jace, because you're more well versed in the late night universe. Yeah, uh, Kenny and Dawn, too, yeah. probably. Um, but for me, there were a lot of like, whoa, I didn't know that, that Johnny Carson started in radio first. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of late night hosts where that's where they Jimmy Kimmel's one another example. But I thought that was pretty fascinating. The other thing that I hope that there's a movie or a whole separate special about Faye Emerson, the first lady of (laughs) late night television, and probably some of the struggles that happened throughout her career and finding her way and in many ways being pushed aside. Well, and Faye, you know, has the distinction. It's not a man. I mean, look, most trivia games won't recognize her. But the truth of the matter is, Faye brought talk to late night first. It wasn't a dude. It was Mm -hmm. Faye. Um, 
And when the networks found out that they could make money off of late night television uh, from selling soaps and detergents and stuff, they thought, oh, well, we can't have women in late night. Let's put them in the daytime so they can talk to the women watching that are at home cooking and all that stuff, that perception. Mm-hmm. So and then women, as one of the commenters said, never really returned to, to, to late night. Well, and um, just also too how it started, where it's just like the they had the news and then you'd see the squiggly lines and they were just off so really late night just started anything would have done anything and so the fact that that's it's been that successful it's just amazing and that she was one of the pioneers doing it and that her wearing pants was a big deal oh yeah Ooh, and this was, was like in nineteen fifty or fifty fifty okay. ish, yeah. Okay. Yep. Reading her fan mail and that was the big thing. So why is she wearing pants? Yeah. So wow. they, they they touched on they they touched on Faye and again because this is the birth of late night and as Alexis said you know one of the things people forget is uh, especially youngins I think the four of us all kind of remember it because signing off still happened in the seventies and eighties but networks would just play the national anthem uh, and, and with these montages of flags in American cities and then bada boom bada bing networks would be off and uh, they would sign back on in the morning and. Uh, the late night shows really were just a money expedition. They're like, yeah. well, wait a minute. If we extended programming for another hour, keep people we, awake. We can just make more money. And they didn't really care what was on. Um, that's why it's always been an experiment ground uh, because networks are like, well, I mean, what do we have to lose? You can't go anywhere but up. So let's put, I mean, you could put elephants on there and, and or a guy painting a room, just have him paint a different color every day and people will watch. Um, so that was fascinating. And what I loved, and I knew a little bit about it, uh, about him and obviously The Tonight Show, but I the, the whole history of The Tonight Show, and specifically Steve Allen, um, yeah. was very, was, was, I could have watched a whole thing, and I have, on Steve Allen. How really, you know, we always joke, my executive producer, who is just right here, he always says there are no, there are no new ideas in television. And Steve Allen, it's because of Steve Allen. Yeah. Steve Allen did all the ideas. <laughs> he um, did the desk, the monologues, the whole thing. Everything. Jaywalking. You can trace most of the bits that you see on any type of show. No joke. You can probably trace back to Steve Allen, um, who hosted The Tonight Show first, and it was ad-libbed. I mean, Steve, they made a joke of it that there really was no rundown. And Steve did whatever, you know, all these bits of of like Letterman, dunk, uh, you know, Letterman dunking um, himself into uh, water with Alka-Seltzers. You know, the people in the 80s, comedians thought Letterman was being irreverent and ushering in a new era of comedy. Yeah. No, Mm-mm. I mean, he did for late night, Jello. Uh, but but uh, Steve Allen did. Steve Allen dunked himself in with tea bags into water. Mm-hmm. And as Alexis said, so you really realize, you know, what what a what a transformative figure Steve Allen was. Um, and how experimental it was, too. Very much so. Man on the street stuff. Yeah. Jay walking from Jay Leno. Please. Steve Allen did it in the in the 50s and 60s. Um, just without working without a net, going into the audience and talking to random people in the studio audience. Steve Allen did that. All of that stuff started with him. And I loved, you know, just the birth of the Tonight Show, how it was, you know, NBC had Today. 
um, they had the Today Show, and then they're like, well, if we're going to book in the programming day, uh, let's not think too hard about this. We have a show called Today. <laughs> so let's and? have a sh- let's have yeah. a show called tonight. Tonight, <laughs> <laughs> it's very creative. <laughs> I, I just I loved and like the memos that went around. Okay, yeah. well let's call it tonight. And um, you know, and they got into Jack Parr, Kenny. I know you know uh, you know about Jack Parr. He made history because he walked off the Tonight Show famously. Wow. Um, uh, you know, did you love that, Lex? That was a fun I, oh. nugget. Yeah, and also that he was kind of a volatile person. He kind of had the real highs and lows of feelings where I think people loved and hated him for that because he was very vulnerable. He'd tell personal stories on stage. And so you felt like, wow, he's just like me. Uh, But then I'm sure behind the scenes there were some, well, and they did share some, but even more of just him not very happy. And that must have been a hard place to work at that time when he's in a bad mood. Kenny, do you know yeah. a lot, anything about Parr? Not much at all. Um, yeah. What I, this uh, adage that nothing is new because of Steve Allen, and I always keep going back to Letterman, uh, the Velcro wall, uh, yeah. throwing throwing crap off a tall building, mm-hmm. um, the man under the seats. Mm-hmm. Weren't oh, all God. those new? Weren't <laughs> no. all those new? Yeah, the Velcro. Larry Bud Melman. Weren't, weren't Larry, that oh. new? Okay, great, such a, God, I love you. Great question. What Dave did, all of yeah. the other stuff, the going out on the street and doing, you know, all of that stuff was, was Steve Allen. All yeah, yeah. of the, the what right. Dave did and changed everybody, Dave took ordinary people and made them part of the show. He had the so-called yeah. cast of characters. You know, yeah. like Johnny would occasionally talk to um, uh, Fred, uh, Fred, Fred Cordova, right. yeah, and would talk yeah. to the. But the Gelmans of the world wouldn't be around if it wasn't for Letterman. I mean, Letterman made Biff the stage manager a star, and yep, uh, right. Ru- you know Ru- uh, Rupert down Hello Hello Delhi. Yes, that Letterman pulled the curtain back. And Larry Bud Melman, he made stars out of people that would be dismissed by the more refined shows like Carson. Right. You know, right. Carson would never do that. That is what Dave did. And brilliant. He elevated, and, yeah, oh, just yeah. going out into the audience. And, yeah. Wow. But it's I really just remember well as a, I remember as a kid staying up late to watch Letterman and just being fascinated with the dumbest things about that show, like yes. throwing crap off a tall building. <laughs> Absolutely yep. the dumbest segment Thing. in the whole wide world, and I never missed it once. I yep. loved it. It was yeah. so cool. Yeah, he it, it's and you realize you see the the sequence. You you can draw a direct line from Steve Allen to David Letterman in a way. Even yeah. even more yeah. than Carson. Even more than Carson. I mean, uh anyway. Yeah, we could go on and on, and we probably will, because Lex, I didn't watch the third yeah. episode. I didn't know it was available, so now I'm going to leave right now. I'm not yeah. going to do my talk <laughs> and show. And she needs to where watch the it? second. Yeah, yeah, where'd you find this? Where is it at? CNN, Kenny. CNN. On demand. Yeah. CNN on demand, Kenny and Dawn and my talkers. Yeah, the story of late night. Um, oh. I'm going to leave now, because yeah. I'm going to go watch episode <laughs> three. So. Oh.
Dawn, can you do my talk show for me, please? Sure. Okay, Pat, fabulous. Oh, my, Jeff has planned everything, right? He everything's planned, so you're I fine. Know. You're in good Great. hands. Yeah, yeah. All right. I would ask Alexis, but you know, and Kenny, but they're yeah. Lex yeah. has the baby. I'm Kenny, yeah, you're closest. Yeah, yeah, just do a viewing party. Just watch per- it. Perfect. I'm sure Fox would love watching CNN programming. Love it. Yes. <laughs> when we come back, we have a jump the shark next. They say we're too young Every day we pick something that has jumped the shark person, place, or thing. We're done. Just done. Today is a good one. Fire up the boat. I'm jumping the shark. Shark, shark, shark. It's not as good as it used to be. Things have gotten worse, not better. What happened to you? Jump the shark. It was dump a window. Uh-oh. Today's jump the shark. Is the chicken shortage in our country? Oh. <laughs> is it the company or is the people eating too much chicken? <laughs> I don't know what's so funny, clown. <laughs> laugh, clown, laugh at my pain. I don't know why you're laughing at my pain. Why is it? Why, is it, mm-hmm. why are they... Lex, you know what chicken wings on? mean to me, and I'm really scared. Look, He's I here to can't... laugh. Thank you, Lex. You're right. Um... I, I didn't care about the toilet paper shortage. I could use leaves. I didn't care about the, the sanitizer wipes. I can wash my hands. Um, this is messed up. I need my wings. And I need uh, a strategy to get us out of this. Now, I did read yesterday. So, it is a couple things. First, the pandemic, obviously. Then some storms, some weather activity disrupted and destroyed some chicken farms, major chicken farms. Oh. Um, and, and I'll go back to the pandemic again, an increase in demand, uh, not only because of the pandemic and then you mix in the Super Bowl and the final four, um, and it's, it's yep. kind of, uh, choking the, uh, chicken, <laughs> careful. It's the supply chain, you pervert. The supply I, chain. I, choking I've the heard chickens. That, that before, choking and the I chicken just sexual? Yes. Y- yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, God, Kenny. <laughs> Kenny, thank you. Well, wow. Oh, my gosh. I can't unsee that. <laughs> I'm so, this is my I, favorite part I of the show today. I thought it was today. choking something else. No. Um, so the supply chain, okay. the supply chain is messed up. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> I can't. Is the show over yet? What time? <laughs> Is, where's the clown now? Where's, where's, where's Donna? Any rooster jokes. Can we just, is Don, 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 look in there, the room. Is Don in there? Can she just start, can she just start her no, show early? she gets in here like 30 seconds before scrambling, going, where's my phone? Where's my glasses? I mean, if you think she's in here at 8.52, girl, okay. she's got eight minutes left. Okay. But the supply chain is messed up. I'll say it like that. Oh, and, you, so you're? Have you been to the store and there's no chicken there? Or no, I'm just you, you look and um, and my buddy Amelia Santanello Vasilero Santanello Vasilero told me last night that uh, the reports are that it'll it'll normalize soon. So it's not oh, going to be like a years long shortage. But restaurants, all kidding aside, they mm-hmm. are paying. They are paying for more chickens. They're paying more for chickens. We have and Donna, if you guys want to talk to Donna. 
Yeah, go Actually, ahead. Actually, Donna d- is in here. She goes, were you Sorry. calling for me? Because she's oh, so attentive. Is Donna here? Hey. She's- Donna, hey, Donna. Can you- <laughs> we're off the rails. Can you just How's start your, your chickens, sh- uh, How are your chickens oh doing gosh. there? Oh, my gosh. You want me to start our show early? Yeah, can you just start? Yeah. I mean, Guys, you, I overslept by an hour today. Oh, my God. See, I'm like flipping out right now. <laughs> Dawn, Dawn predicted this. Dawn, because I said, is Donna in here? And Dawn's like, girl, please. She has eight minutes. She's, she'll be in here at like... Eight, she'll be in here at 8.59.47. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. Um, we had a question about a chicken shortage that was going on. and um, It is going on, present tense, Dawn. It is on. happening. Yeah. And um, Jason was trying to say something about choking the... And he didn't say supply chain yet. And then I said chicken. And then Alexis didn't know what we were talking about. So Kenny oh. explained to her in mind. Yes, I, Colleen and Bradley call that polishing the silverware. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. But, it's also but, called feeding I, the geese. Yeah. It's also called, yeah, o- opening it up so they step right in it. But, or stirring up a batch. But no, Donna. Kenny. Stirring no. up a batch. Never. Are you ready for the show? Do you need to go, Donna? Uh, I'm fine. I'm going to wing no. it. Just yeah. let Steve. Let, let's there just have Steve. Steve will just, just talk. Just wind pull, him up and he'll go. Yeah. Pull a string, Donna, and Put let him go like a, yep. like, a sea, like a shirtless sea and say. Just you know what I mean? Um, no. That's so funny and true. And what's, what's horrible now is, but yet delightful with these B. Arthur spy cameras, Alexis, we can see each other. So Lex got to see Kenny miming what it, what it meant. Yeah. So. We usually save that for off oh. the air. You know, Dawn yeah, and I no. look at each other and yeah, make uh, gestures. Yeah. yeah, no. Not us. These, the, the, these B. Arthur spy cameras provide endless amounts of entertainment. How much do we uh, hate love for it. that? Oh, oh, no. oh sorry. Great. Yeah, no. it's fantastic. We hate her. We hate her more than we can well, ever. Well, it's just more yeah. seeing everybody, you know? Well, that's, that's nice, the camaraderie. That's, yeah. that's what, yeah. maybe not, yeah. The- yes, I, I do like seeing Lex and Chicken and Dawn, but I, I you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's give up with a neighbor like Chicken Patty. <laughs> He's my well, chicken. chicken no, I prefer chicken strip. He's my chicken strip. Right. I'm out of here. I'm Bye, Kenny. Bye. Time to Steve. something. <laughs> Go out there and be wow. yourself. Nobody can the tell you. The chicken supply. You're doing it wrong, right, Lex? <laughs> yeah, you be you, everyone. Have a great day. We love you so much. The Woo-hoo. show's over, right, everybody? Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. goodness. Bye.